0: stuff, Jared. Martial mm. arts related. We are right into the martial arts at the moment.
1: Yeah. If you get after, after Bloodsport, it'd be nice to, you know, That's the legitimate the stuff. Evolution. <laughs> the <evolution. laughs> the yeah. Bloodsport's legitimate yeah. sort of fiction martial arts. fiction versus non-fiction.
0: <laughs> Actual ability versus nothing.
1: <laughs> Bullshito um. <cheetah> versus... <laughs>
0: I don't know what these guys are practicing, but fuck, Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get in, in amongst it. Put it that way. Today's episode is 2018's Netflix original, I believe. Mm. The night comes for us. But before we get to that, quick whip brand, I haven't had a lot, I haven't really watched a lot. I will say this, I watched the first episode of season two of Welcome, Welcome to Rexxon. Yep. Honestly, mate. I thought that shit was all... Like, I told you when I first looked at it, I thought it was going to be taking the piss. Mm. These blokes were fucking taking the piss.
1: It's clear that they're not. No. It's clear. They actually oh, give thought, a shit. Let's be upfront. They give a shit, but if it wasn't making money, they wouldn't
0: give of a shit. Of course. <laughs> but I feel like they. it's more pitched towards the the, the club and everything, not necessarily
1: yeah. about them. Well, I think it's pretty clear that Rob McElhinney, at least, is passionate about sports. Yeah. And was approaching it from the right angle in that department. Like, Reynolds you is your, your money. Reynolds is your money, man. And, and your salesman. Yeah. But McAlene is a lifelong sports fan, so understands what it's like to you know, he understands what it's like to be the guy in the bar yeah. pissing and moaning about the new coach, you know? Agreed. And I think so far they've done a fantastic job. Yeah.
0: With it. But it's not really them, is it? Doing the job. They've got some other people involved who know a lot
1: more about... Well, they football club. You know, they provided the money and wisely employed the right people and kind of get out of their way a little yeah. bit. And look, they spent a lot of money on players and stuff. Yes. So they, I think they understand, from what I'm looking at, you know, they understand their side of things from a commercial venture. Yeah. And they understand that we kind of... It's not exactly... I wouldn't say it's hands-off, because you've got a fucking camera there. And, I, you know, I still remember the guy blowing up about the, <laughs> the commercial that Reynolds is filming. This is fucking bullshit we've got to get on Sunday and all that sort of stuff. But they understand, hey, we provide the resources. We've given you the coach, the players, yep. the money to get that stuff. But our end is you've you got to have a, a few cameras around. We'll show up every now and then, get a few people on camera. Yep. And then everything works for everyone.
0: And... This is the first episode they sort of insinuated, look, we've got the biggest player budget in the league and if we don't go up, we basically fucking put the club in the shit.
1: Yep. Yeah, you know,
0: we ruin it. So I understand what they're trying to do is create something, get it, make it viable and then sell it off. Mm. Like that's what's going to happen. They're not going to be hanging around
1: forever. Yeah, they've already bumped up to F one, haven't they? Then they buy purchase into a Formula One team just recently.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, this is what I'm saying. They won't be around forever, but I like
1: the way this is being done. But you know what? Way. They might with well, they Wrexham, the- because they might, you know, piggyback off that to the point where they're they're working with so much cash that Wrexham is small potatoes, and they can still afford to just give them the funds they need. And yeah, maybe. Who knows? But, but even, even if they leave, they've now. Created this branch of
0: well, they put Wrexham Wrexham on the map.
1: fans. You know, people are buying Wrexham jerseys from all over the world. Well, they're sold
0: out. they reckon. yeah. yeah. So, so m- from a merchandise perspective, they killed it. So, yep. it's real, but it's really look. I just like the way they're doing it. <clears throat> That's my opinion because I felt like it was going to be more of a piss take. Yeah, initially, like when I first put it on, I was kind of like, this. I won't be able to take this seriously. Yeah, and I think they've done well. Like, yeah. it's a good show to watch. Yeah. it's enjoyable. Uh, and the only other thing I watched was um, a couple episodes of Dark Side of the Ring.
1: Yes, I watched the I um, bash of
0: the beach. Brilliant, honestly. <laughs> Fucking hell, seriously. Talk about cocking that up. You know what? As I said a bit to you, Hulk Hogan had way too much pull.
1: It, like, yeah. Well, it, when you signed a bloke who was notorious for not putting other people over, and gave him 100% creative control on any match that he was involved in. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe the other bloke. Russell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Russo, believe... Russo he, talks a lot of shit. His, his side of the story is, I believe, the truth. It seems believable. Yeah. And you listen to Jeff Jarrett, who I've, you know, got no reason to believe anything other than he's a bit of a straight shooter in those sort of hmm. interviews. It sounds like Russo's telling the truth. And Bischoff and Hogan, I mean, Hogan's noted for fucking stretching the truth, and Bischoff's a bit of a fucking shyster. He's a bit yeah. of a salesman, so... So I always <laughs> felt that I
0: liked that episode. Yeah. Uh, Interesting footnote to the end of the WCW, basically. That's kind of where it went down. Shows you you? the
1: shit that they were in. They (laughs) were in some trouble.
0: But I also found it very interesting that for a period there,
1: WCW was starting to become the bigger entity at one point. Well, for two, three years, the the Monday Night Wars was legit. Like, WCW were winning the ratings for a year or so there, weren't they? So. So, It's interesting to see how these things fall
0: away, and as much as Vince McMahon is a massive dildo, it's clear he's a very good businessman. Like, you don't stay alive like this and build such an empire if you don't know what you're doing. Correct. And he has been around since the territories.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, he ended that. Because, as you said, he saw a business opportunity.
0: Yep. And that is the mark of a great businessman. And as yeah. much as he's a fucking guy, who pulls both hammies at once, <laughs> shits himself in the ring, shits himself in the
1: ring. grows very ordinary mustaches.
0: I mean, as much as he does all that, he he is he
1: knows what business yeah what works. is business. Can I just say that I think because I believe the sale, he sold it to Endeavor, who owns UFC. Hmm. So I believe the sale, he still owns. I think it was a fifty-one percent sale. So they control it, but he still owns... 49%. 49%. And I think it's going to go well. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <I think
0: it's... laughs> has, are you telling, telling me... Um, <laughs> are you telling me that Vince has hung up his shitty drawers? <laughs> <laughs> Vince, yeah, is has, Vince has
1: put the, the shitty drawers <laughs> up of, <laughs> in, in, the the wash, in the wash. In the wash, And, and then someone's in and he fucking bought back the rest uh, of it. Again. He's going to sit back and collect... Dollars for the rest of his life, yeah. Because Endeavor's done like they're they're buying up all sorts of stuff, but they're they've done pretty well with the UFC, and they you know listening to the people that are running the thing, they understand that the WWE's is unique in the sports market. Even though it's not you know it's the sports entertainment, but in terms of the sports market, there's no other thing in that market that goes for fucking 365 days a year. Yeah, that's right. And that shit does. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I, think Vinnie, incredible I think Vinnie Mack is going to sit there in his giant mansion yell at his wife for sneezing yeah, and, and just, just collect, collect dollars for the rest of his
0: life. <laughs> He's going to be... <laughs> he is not going to be surprised when he shits himself at his eighty. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> He'll wipe it up with dollar bills. Exactly. And the Marty Gennetti episode... That guy's a fucking loose cannon, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, lost the plot.
0: Lost the plot. All that stuff about basically everybody else is to blame but him. Yeah. His own problems. Yeah, Which yeah. seemingly were all his own problems. <laughs> like, well, he created a lot of them himself. Marty, Marty lines a party. <laughs> 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 Marty had some
1: vices, I believe. So I'll I tell you know, an interesting
0: one, story. and I would actually like to get, get more information about this. Clearly, him and Sean Michaels partied.
1: Yeah. Pretty I fucking think. hard. Yeah. Right, you know, they were got got partied. They got sacked a week in. <laughs> <laughs> they got sacked <sorted laughs> a week <laughs> yeah. in. had to work their way
0: back <laughs> up. So, okay. So these guys partied fucking hard. Yes. Right? Yes. And then Michael's, I believe, from what I know, partied fucking even harder. Yeah. For a period there when he went
1: when he became kind of like... And was a noted prick. Yeah, 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 noted prick. Treated people like shit. Then Then became a born-again Christian.
0: (laughs) But then, from everything I'm reading from then on, solid cat. Like, that's that's the... Yeah, he seems to be one of those few people that... He cut away, finished his
1: career as a wrestler, and... Well, they even said it in this. You know, seven years down the track, Michael's calls him up. Yep. Says he, we, we should I'll come back you. in. Yep, I'll and get then, you into rehab. I'll get you another shot and, and got him said, back on the fucking broadcast. Then he
0: actually said, "What do you think of him now?" Yeah, and he's like, "Ever since 32. that day, great,
1: great bloke." Yep.
0: So I'm like, I want a story about Michaels.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he was, he was the ultimate fucking. As you said, they partied hard. Some backstage stories. Yep. Treated people like shit. Ruined people's pushes because he wanted to be the man. Yeah. And then, as you said, seems to fucking turned on a dime that... I mean, fuck, he even did the doco with Bret Hart. They, they got Bret Hart and Michaels back together. Did they? To do a doco WWE produced. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but but even I think even Bret Hart kind of says he's fucking... You know, I've got a lot of fucking... Uh, I've got an axe to grind. I've got a lot of grudges and things like that, but Sean's really at least tried to fucking mend some bridges and yeah. make up for some of the shit that he did. And you did. know
0: what? People always talk about becoming a fucking born-again Christian and finding God and turning into a better person, and then you find out they're a fucking fucking t- dickhead about ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah. It's just an interesting story because, and maybe it coincides with him retiring from wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It coincided with
1: the fact that... it happened that while he was still wrestling. I know, I know, and he wrestled yeah, for yeah. a number
0: of years after, but what I mean is he, he did the born-again thing, he got himself in order... He was the champ, I believe, yeah, for a number of yeah, years yeah. after that.
1: One of the greats. He, he then retired. Didn't pull himself in the ring, I don't No, think. no. no. <laughs> so, that means have you really wrestled go, <laughs> put yourself in the ring? No, yeah. have <laughs> End of story
0: on that one. Yeah. Um, does that, it, it, you only get invited into the Hall of Fame if you put
1: <laughs> yeah. yourself in the ring. If you can produce your <laughs> shitty wrestling tights, you'll get your Hall of Fame entrance.
0: But it just, it sounds like a really interesting story. Yeah. And he's a Spurs fan, so is obviously he? he's a good bloke. Oh, yeah, he had a Spurs hat on in those interviews <laughs> yeah. that we saw. So just very interesting. The Marty Janetti stuff was interesting too because, again, another one of these guys who seemed to have talent. Yeah. Who just fucking burned it out. Yes, yes. Just burned it away. And the worst part is he got that second chance Yeah. with Michaels getting him into rehab and getting him back on, and then
1: that sort of burned away again. Yeah. You know the funny part, though, is when you watch an episode like Marty Janetti. You go back to the movie, The Wrestler, and you're like, that shit was spot on. Yeah. Because they show the footage of these guys wrestling in gyms to fucking yeah. 50 people, and they can't fucking walk and yeah. stuff. You saw that footage there. Oh, yeah, he, we... he punched the other guy, and then fucking Hopped turned around like he'd been shot. Yeah. It was just like, oh, man, this is this. It's is sad. sad. It's almost
0: sad. It, well, yeah. it is sad.
1: Yeah. It is sad. when these guys push into, you know, some of them wrestling is in their fucking 60s in that situation, I'm just you know. It's, it's
0: very sad. Yeah. I mean, I find professional athletes who can't give it away. You know, when you see a great athlete go from a great athlete to just an average athlete as they finish their career up because they hang yeah. around too long. Yeah. You but know? this
1: is an industry where those substance issues seem to be compounded. Yes. And, you, yeah, you you see guys... So many guys that had a short run, had some talent, couldn't quite make it. That just do that for the rest of their rest of their days, basically. It's, no, no, that's yeah. fucking. Heavy.
0: I mean, I'm still dirty on Michael Jordan, and that <laughs> cut was still popping out 22, five and five. You know that guy.
1: Nobody at that age has produced anything like that. But we look at that and go, "Oh, fuck! He should have stayed. Should have stayed retired." When really, if you look at it. <laughs> Through a certain lens, it just showed that he really was the best fucking the best best player ever. Going.
0: But I, I've gone dirty on him because I felt like the end of that that Chicago era was the end of his career. Hmm. You know, it should have been what a way to go out. Yeah,
1: yeah. fucking
0: greatest of all time, still punching out twenty six, six and six. Yeah, yeah. Still fucking tearing people a new asshole whatever whenever you felt like it.
1: Yep. I just feel like that. But you know what else? The, the, these Dark Side of the Ring docos kind of also reinforces that for all the shit that wrestlers take about it not being real, there's not many athletes that put their bodies through what those cast are. Oh, God, like. no.
0: No, absolutely not. Like, anyone who says it's fake and buys into that shit about being fake and everything is just uh, fucking kidding themselves. You only got to look at the acrobatics and the and the move that just... Yes, okay, the punches and all that don't land. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, they don't punch you in the face like yeah. a boxer. But the rest of it, I mean, that shit is hard. You're getting yeah.
1: bashed, like yeah. bashed. You're still taking shots. You're still putting your body through. But you're getting jumped
0: on as well. Like, yeah, all that yeah. shit involves all this acrobatics where you're getting thrown around. So, look, I really enjoy those those docos.
1: Yeah. Because, I, you know... I, I think I, I was totally wrong when I said they should have wrapped it up after Series 3. They found, look, some, really, they found some really
0: good stories. And yeah. Uh, I it would just be interesting just again, coming back to Sean Michaels, I just find that he's he
1: could be a two parter. Oh, I would love to see one on him, but I feel like he's such a company man that he won't he won't be a part of the dark side of the ring sort of stuff.
0: No. And I also feel like probably he's got to the point where he's like, I've turned my life around, I've mended fences. I yeah. don't need to tell talk, I don't about, need it to talk about
1: that you know that time I got in a punch up with fucking a group of marines and things like that you know <laughs> probably on the piss with Marty Kennedy at the time <laughs> maybe oh, on I don't know like <laughs> or on the coke at the minimum yeah uh, that was all I had what have you got all right well, Go up to what I've watched checking if I've watched any fucking Kevin Spiritas movies this week. Well, ding,
0: ding, he gets another couple <laughs> on the fucking resume.
1: And Chalamet is still fucking surfing a donut. Pretty sure I haven't, but Chalamet is still well behind. Um, so obviously I watched a bit of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. I got into, I don't know why, but I got into a, a real fucking Klaus Kinski kind of kick for a week or two. You're there. the only one. So, you know, <laughs> But I couldn't, you know, I, I, um, off the back of watching the old Nosferatu, I wanted to watch the Herzog version. Yeah. So obviously that comes with a little bit of checking out who's in it, reading up. Obviously I knew Klaus Kinski was in it and knew a little bit about his background. So I watched, I watched that, and then I watched the Doco. Uncut. So I watched, I watched Herzog's Nosferatu. Firstly, I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Really, really fantastic movie hilarious kind of backstories to it, too, even not involving Kinski. Like, fucking piss-funny stories about Herzog trying to die the rats that are in it and all this sort of shit. If you get the chance, follow up on that. Joe Bob did a wraparound. Check it out. Yeah. So I followed that up and watched My Best Fiend, which was the doco that Herzog made about Kinski. Oh, okay. Look, I'm going to put it out there. Like, it's, it's fucking weird watching it because you get the stories, and I think it's pretty clear the guy was a real fucking scumbag to a, to a hell of a lot of people, hmm. including his own family, um, possible, you know, things that would come under criminal acts now on, on film sets and shit like that would have been criminal acts at the time. But hmm. but then I can't stop, you know, you watch him fucking blow up. I couldn't stop laughing. Like, there was there was parts where he went on a speaking tour. He's going on a fucking speaking tour. And I don't know why, but he was talking about Jesus. And he starts fucking yelling at the people in the crowd that they're being rude and all this sort of stuff. He tells one bloke, yeah, get on the mic, you big mouth, or whatever like that. The guy comes up and he says, oh, Jesus, you know, um, had his detractors, but he he never called them this and that, and whatever. And, you know, some light applause from the crowd, which sends Kinski into a fucking rage. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts yelling and carrying on and, you know, gesturing and... And just they, like, it's just, you get sections of that all the way through. There was another funny one in Cannes Film Festival yeah. where he put his own film up there and one of the... One of the, the critics
0: said it was a pile of shit, didn't he, they?
1: He did a press conference <laughs> and one of the critics, yes, basically you know, politely said it's a pile of shit. And again, <laughs> he's fucking flying off the handle and there's footage. This one I didn't even see. It didn't even have subtitles. I didn't even know what he was saying. But again, he's remonstrating <laughs> he's fucking yelling oh, at God. people and... <laughs> We've spoken about you know the art and the artist and yeah. some of the stuff he's done was even if you take away some of the things, more horrendous things, just the way that he treated people on film sets and shit. I'm not okay with. I don't. I don't like people that do that. But when you look at the art, the guy was a f- top level actor. Like mm-hmm. he's he could produce really really Follow great performances. performances yeah. So I fo- but I followed that up with another doco called Creation Is Violent, which mm-hmm. was anecdotes on his final years. I still believe blown it was, up, was he? No, fucking oath he was still blown <laughs> up. Like, ridiculous stories about... I mean, there's that, there's that little short film from the from the director of Crawl Space that's on YouTube, freely available on YouTube. It goes for about eight minutes, to, you know, chronicling his time working with Kinski. <laughs> Basically just... You know, one of the Italian producers on that film devised a plan that our only course of action is to kill this bloke. <laughs> so <laughs> That tells you the, the level of character that Kinski was. <laughs> that when Herzog, who was supposed the, to the only <laughs> option we
0: have is to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: fuck. So Herzog, who was supposed to be, supposedly his best friend, had at one point threatened to kill him, had been asked on other film sets by we'll the crew members, <laughs> would you like us to kill him? This guy, completely different director, who's has a producer that decides the only option is to kill this guy if we want to move forward without him. So... That kind of tells you the sort of person you're dealing with. But there is, you know, there's one person in that, in that doco that kind of says, if it was today, he wouldn't get jobs. He, nah. You just couldn't give the guy jobs. But, you know, then that's followed up by, you know, a video of a ranting Kinski talking about why he hates directing. He's like, I don't need to be told, I don't need someone to fuck me in the ass and tell me uh, I need to get on the film set and all this sort of shit. And I'm like, this guy was a dead set lunatic. Absolute lunatic. So yeah, that was interesting. And to to wrap up my Klaus Kinski kind of viewing, I watched Los Ferratos in Venice.
0: Oh, okay. Which well, there's was, a sequel? <laughs> well, it
1: was an Itali- it was one of those classic Italian films where it's we don't have the rights but we're gonna make a sequel. Yeah. And, again, this fit into some of the stories because there was fucking five directors on that movie, partially because Kinski, <laughs> Because of Kinski. The first guy quit after a day because Kinski fucking assaulted him. <laughs> Holy shit. But they filmed all this shit. Well, I'll put it to you this way. The movie sucks. You've got Christopher Plummer, Klaus Kinski, and Donald Pleasance, and the movie still sucks. <laughs> so that tells you all you need to know about that one. But... <laughs> They okay. they started filming all this shit with a double that looked like the classic Nosferatu and yeah. the one from Herzog's version, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, before Kinski gets here, we'll get a bunch of shit in the can, we'll get a couple of kill scenes and stuff like that." Kinski turns up and says, "No, oh, I didn't like getting into the makeup, so I'm not cutting my hair. I'm not going to get my face paint. I'm not, I'm not wearing the teeth." <laughs> so they got left with a clearly, you know, a clearly aged Klaus Kinski. <laughs> Yeah, I believe vampire vampires aren't supposed to age, but Kinski was fairly, fairly obviously up. aged. Oh, for fuck's sake! Um, and not doing kind of vampire things, wasting an immensely talented cast. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So yeah, that was that was what I spent most of my time on for some reason. <laughs> Other than that, I watched another Italian production. Shlock. I Django. Oh the original James Western yeah. with um Franco Nero. Uh yeah not bad. I don't think I don't hold it in the same esteem as uh someone like Tarantino
0: what <laughs> yeah. would he know? Yeah. <laughs> what the
1: fuck would he know it's, it's a fun exactly, little yeah, it's exactly
0: a... but he reckoned. Um, he said fucking he'd seen
1: Houseboat Horror <laughs> I was like yeah, yeah. he loves it <laughs> so he, he knows does. something <laughs> <laughs> but no um, it's it's alright it's a fun little kind of revenge tale a bit of that cheesy sort of uh, not it, it's a little cheesier than the the you know the clean Eastwood spaghetti westerns for example yeah okay. but it's 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 fun it's uh i would I would say check it out if you're interested in that sort of stuff it's, yeah it's, a, it's not a bad movie by any stretch and uh that was it all right let's take a break here's the trailer
0: for 2018's the night comes for us <laughs> Enggak kehitung pembantahan yang udah gue lakuin. Kalau lo sudah dilantik menjadi seorang sukses, hukumnya mutlak. Jangan pernah mengampuni. Tapi saat itulah gue melihat. Satu kehidupan kecil yang sudah di ujung
1: tanduk. Mungkin, mungkin aja. Gue bisa merubah taktis gue. Gue ngangira akan berakhir kayak gini tuh.
0: Apa yang gue lakuin sekarang, yang harusnya gue lakuin dari dulu Berani banget lo ngomong kayak gitu Mending lo siap-siap sekarang For us from 2018, written and directed by Timo. T- I, I cannot pronounce this guy's name. i would say it's like
1: Targanto or something like Tar- that.
0: Tar- he, he made a movie called Killers. It's produced by Todd Brown, who produced The Raid Redemption. Wiki V. Alindo, who produced May the Devil Take You. Sukadev Singh, who produced Magic Hour. Nick Spicer, who produced Brawl and Cell- Cellbox 99. Uh, Kimo Strambol, who produced Portals, and Timo as well, stars Echo Weiss as Arian, Joe Taslam as Ito, Julie Estelle as the operator, and Hannah Al-Rashad as Elena. The budget, I don't know what the budget was. I couldn't find anything on that. And obviously it debuted on Netflix, so it, there's no box office. No box office either. The movie. This movie is the first Indonesian film produced by Netflix. Yet In Indonesia, one of the local largest internet network providers banned and blocked Netflix from its service and they held like 46% of the market over there. So. Right. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's a fucking orgy of violence. Yeah. Like yeah. orgy of just brutal violence. The choreography is just outstanding. Like the fight choreography is excellent. Mm. Which I believe E.K. Weiss was
1: responsible for
0: as well. Okay. Great. He is fucking fantastic to watch. Yes. Like, in terms of his skills, as far as his martial arts skill background, I don't know, you know, how good, how excellent that is, you know, in terms of what he does. But on film, it looks fucking awesome. Mm. Like, it looks just superb. Uh, And he is, to me, the best part of the movie uh, for mine. Uh, movies like this, it's a visceral film and unfortunately what it comes with is a, a small host of problems and that involves a plot which makes no sense to anybody <laughs> and a, a host of characters who are just paper thin. Like yeah. There is absolutely nothing. I mean, even Ito isn't greatly sketched out. No. So those are the problems that come with a film like this. But on a purely visceral level, I mean, you cannot top some of this. Mm. Like it's it's up there with the Raid and the Raid 2. Uh, I would probably give it... Initially, I was going for three, but I might go three and a half. Yeah. I think
1: mean, three and a half. Oh, I'd a hope so. can snake eyes. Snake <laughs> eyes. <laughs> snake <laughs> eyes. Yeah. I, I, initially, yeah, I was yeah. feeling it was three,
0: but I feel like it, it's a little bit better than that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with most of what you said. I would say that the... The plot is—I mean, you can understand what's going on. I—I I would actually go the other way and say the plot's pretty pretty straightforward. Oh yeah, it's and simple. But I feel like it's yeah. doused in a bit too much, too many characters. I mean, a there's a couple of times, everywhere. yeah. There's a couple of times where it feels like there's too many characters. But the, the, the setup of the you know the 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 six C's and that sort of stuff. I mean, they fucking they set it up with a bit of with a bit of on-screen writing at the start because they can't be fucked filming. Yeah, correct. To, try to set that up, so it's sort of. That stuff is is okay for a martial arts movie and and the counterpoint, I guess, would be that for what it lacks, which you are correct, it does lack a lot of character development and whatnot, but if you're going to do that, then you would hope the action scenes are oh, like yeah. this fucking movie. You make up for it by beating them, the shit out of everyone. Yeah, yeah. I believe what's the shit that the style they practice, penchak silat or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I, it I, works I mean, really on well a, on camera. I don't okay. know whether it works in a fight. I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that well versed in the martial arts, but it works fucking well on camera, that's oh, for fuck sure. Yeah. And that stuff is as as you kind of pointed out is very high level. Yeah. Very high level. I think um I, the way I sort of put it to you was if you picked out some of the action scenes and put them side by side with the raid, it's it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's uh, very well done from that part. I'm actually a big fan of Joe Taslim as well. I think yeah, yeah like he's... The fight stuff. I think he's, I think he's a better actor than E.K.U. Weiss. Yeah, Eko Weiss is probably better in the fighting. Side oh of yeah, things. definitely. But both of them, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of of what they do, and it's just fucking relentless. <laughs> it's like you take, you know, it's one of those movies where you finish watching a fight scene and you feel like you were part of it. You feel like, Eko oh, Weiss is just coming fucking punching my fucking <laughs> chest cavity in. He's just coming belted you out eight times in one and a half seconds. Oh, I like, tell does you about that I'm
0: just gonna throw this out there. I believe he's the villain in the new Expendables movie. Yeah. If you fucking tell me, Statham towels him up get the fuck yeah, out of bullshit. my face get out of my face i hope to fu- i hope to christ that if it goes down that yeah, they have yeah. to shoot him or something oh, like, if, because fuck if, if you're trying to sell Lee Christmas is gonna tag this mate.
1: You can jam. Number one, it. I can't believe his name's Lee Christmas. Number two, <laughs> I can't believe Stallone's name is Barney, but but if you're gonna tell me, yeah, that Barney comes in and tries to throw a slow haymaker oh, no. and EKU Weiss is going like <laughs> <boom, boom>, <laughs> a using his head like a speedball <laughs> I I say I call bullshit. No, I think you'll find that they'll they'll have to work around that. Yeah. Um. So I actually. Um, Speaking of that, I've got no, I've no interest. <laughs> in <that. laughs> mate, well, I saw the trailer and thought this is right up my alley, and I don't think I'm going to watch it at the cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I'll be mean, watching it. Like, fucking oh mate,
1: streaming straight to straight to. <laughs> I
0: straight believe to it's the the worst. It sold the least. Yeah. First
1: weekend. Yeah. Um,
0: we uh, we
1: should uh, we should fucking talk about that. But I actually went to a four because I think four? the stuff that they do well is so good Hmm. and if you turn it up for the martial arts movie you are not disappointed in that department at all so yeah I actually pushed to a 4 okay straight out of the gate violence I like (laughs) violence Paul (laughs) Verhoeven would be beside himself he would he would have have loved (laughs) it he would have loved (laughs) it I'm
0: telling you now if you asked him what he thought of this he'd give you 5 out of 5 yeah five stars yeah, fucking hell I like violence uh, the violence and the gore is just incredible oh it's I mean the amount of blood and shit that gets used
1: yeah, <laughs> like yeah blood must be just gallons of the blood. I was watched, you know I went back to a couple of old reviews and articles and yeah, The Ringer had the winners and losers of the movie, and one of the winners was the fake blood suppliers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> These guys have never made so much money. <laughs> oh,
0: fucking hell. I've never seen so much blood <laughs> flying around and so many broken
1: limbs. Broken bones, yeah. Oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's next level. And it does kind of... They have a way of... Like, you know, the, the 15th time they break someone's arm or leg or whatever, you're kind of like, oh, well, we've seen that before, but then they do something where you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> the amount of times I was watching a fight scene for, a, you know, what I would I'd call myself a seasoned action movie viewer, <laughs> yeah. the amount of times I was just yeah. like, shit. oh, Christ, <laughs> and this is the second time I've watched it, so it's just kind of like, the, the fact that it's having that impact. <laughs> Yeah, oh. you know, it was it Lars von Trier that said that, you know, a movie should be like a pebble in your shoe, you should keep thinking about it? This was like a fucking boulder oh. being dropped on my head while I was watching <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs>
0: I had to apologise to my wife. <laughs> she walked in when somebody was getting <laughs> blown off with a shotgun. <laughs> and I <had> to, <laughs> she, she looked at it and
1: I was like, I'm so oh, sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. Look, I know when we said our vows, I was pretty sure that you already knew I was a scumbag, but if you
0: didn't,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> but
0: the thing for me is, you say that when you're caught with pornography. <laughs> You apologise for watching Stick, you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> apologise for watching a fucking arts movie where people are getting yeah.
1: gorily dispatched. I've never had to apologise for watching a Van Damme film. That's <laughs> I, know, I know. I've apologised for watching a Stick, I'll film a couple of times, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Other than to the people that I was making watching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I believe I had to give a round of apologies in the cinema to send to my mates for spawn. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one, of fucking, one of them leaned over behind me and said, You're in fucking big trouble with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you probably had to apologise for me to, leading me to believe that Thomas Jane was the better of the two <laughs> oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of people were led astray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Including Thomas. A couple of idiots. <laughs> including myself. <laughs>
0: um. The opening scene, the massacre on the beach, it shows a flair for, you know, artsy sort of camera work and a bit of slow-mo and shit like that, and it quickly sets up that that... The plot gets the plot in motion. The little girl, Ito, him turning on the
1: the group. Yeah, and much like a lot of what is being put together in this plot-wise, tried and true shit that just works in action. Standard stuff, yeah. But they well. do, following on, they kind of move into the scene very quickly with his old crew. Yeah. And it's pretty emotionally charged for a couple of minutes there. Yeah. Until we start beating <laughs> the emotions <laughs> out of
0: it. Anyone who comes yeah. to the vicinity gets the emotions quickly kicked out of them. <laughs> <laughs> They break your emotion. though. Which I believe is in your neck.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, if it's not in neck, <laughs> it's, it's around the shin region.
1: Remember, it's in the emotions. elbow. It's in the fucking elbow. A few emotions <laughs> located in the shin and elbow regions that are quickly snapped in half.
0: Eco Weiss, when he first throws down the nightclub, fucking
1: puts oh, a right. broken
0: bottle in that guy's face and smashes it into the glass table.
1: Yeah. Fucking awesome. And it only, like, it's 13 minutes before we get Eco Weiss doing that <laughs> <laughs> it's like well you know your audience don't you it <laughs> <You> really <laughs> and it doesn't let anyone down as you said you know jamming <laughs> jamming <laughs> a fucking bottle in the guy's throat and then telling him quickly to look at you before you fucking throw his head into the table I also liked where the guy's holding holding the hostage that he just fucking he whacks yeah, her, yeah, he her head into his and then finishes the job like oh, yes hell. very quickly we get into you know.
0: i tell you what though the next one's one of my favourites in the fucking meat storage area oh. where we're fucking using saws yeah. and cleavers and shit and then and I do to know the fact that he a fucking oh, ham hock to beat <laughs> some guy's ball back <laughs> I was going to say, I thought when you
1: mentioned you had to apologise, I thought this was the, perhaps the scene that your wife walked in on. Uh, yeah, it's all happening, but this is also like. It was slightly less repugnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She likes ham.
0: <laughs> he then breaks the ham bone in fucking half and kills two bikes with it. So likes... Oh, it's, holy Yeah, he has got
1: everything going on, and it also. The the, the thing that that has more than some of the other ones, there is a few more of them, but I like how it's got that quirky villain type. It's a bit like John Wick. Yeah, mm-hmm. You get these... Yeah, yeah, you get Who that.
0: then gets fucking splattered all over
1: his eyes Like, do I know shot him? Yes, he does. <laughs> but, you know, they set it up like, oh, it's the butcher. You know, you, yeah. you get John Wick where, oh, we've got Mark Dacascos making sushi or whatever he's <laughs> doing. Like, you get these quirky kind of traits that, that were not noted as being shit that we had in action movies. You just get this random shit that's going on. And... They do what I what I absolutely love. We're in a fucking butcher shop. We're using everything. Use, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not Mate just hooks, the phones and the meat. Okay, fucking book on one But the part that illustrated that the most to me was the fucking shit that you walk through the door. I can't remember what they're called, but the, the plastic fucking slats that you walk through the door yeah. on the Strangles <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, <he strangled> someone. Yeah, strangles <laughs> someone with it. And I'm like, well, this is what you know. You conceive an action, a set piece in a location, and you think. What is in that location that possibly hasn't been used in an action movie before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The shit that hangs on the doors to keep the fucking flies out and stuff. Let's wrap someone's head in it. Great. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm here for. And thankfully, my wife didn't walk in while that was happening. I did have to apologise.
0: <laughs> the fight in the apartment with Bobby and is it Faith? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I thought it was Fatty. I think it oh, is. Farty, I, thought it well, it it, I, I thought it was Faith early on. Well, I thought it came up a couple of times as Faith yeah, for sure. But after, was after that, they were saying Fatty. Okay.
0: So. It's pretty full on. People coming through the door at a million fucking miles an hour. Yes. Reminded me a little bit of that scene in The Raid Two where he fights all those guys in the toilet. <laughs> the toilet. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh, yeah, Go back to that and apologise. for <laughs> that, <laughs> that as well. But I also love that shot when Bobby pushes a guy's head through the window and then hoicks him out and the yeah, camera kind yeah. of goes out, out from into in. out
1: yeah, and then back in. There's there's elements of like horror movies in it. Yeah. There's the elements of, you know, obviously with fucking some of the blood <laughs> flowing yeah. everywhere and some of the horrific stuff oh. happening on camera. But there's a number of scenes where shit happens and you kind of say to yourself, oh, I, I think I know the methods that they used to do that, yeah. but how did they fucking patch it all together without me seeing the seams? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that was one of them, where oh. they kind of go in and out and... Fucking unbelievable. Yeah. The punch-up in the
0: back of the police van, where he uses a taser to force the other bloke <laughs> to blow the other dude's fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, I was kind of like, that's interesting. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, like, the, like, the fact that they, they brought it out and he's you know, on the verge of getting tased, and then they get the other guy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, classic stuff. And then they set it up, as you said. And the, the guy's guy holding the gun next to... He's kind of pushed it up, and it's pointing to the guy next to him, and you see the taser going, and you're like, oh, oh no. okay. And then it just... I mean, they could have just done it so you you, you kind of thought. Yeah, but now... Nah. Yeah, I, I, can, I know what's happening. It's off screen, but no, no, let's just show the head and go... <laughs> show it be, being it's turned like, it's annihilate. like a fucking watermelon <laughs> <laughs> like a, being annihilated oh.
0: when we first meet the 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 female blonde triad mm. lady with the 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 uh, what no what's, what's that called uh, uh, I've been watching Forged in Fire, so I don't know, I know <laughs> yeah, you about. should know.
1: Uh, uh, it's really good, kukri. Uh, kukri. It's really good for getting through particular parts yeah, of the yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, but no good in other. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. good, that, no good. Ask Bill Goldberg; he'll tell
0: you you're not holding it properly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, kukri. Yeah, it's That's great kukery. for cutting through grass and shit. <laughs> if you have to,
0: <laughs> but if you have to cut four pineapples. <laughs> <you> know,
1: <laughs> I cannot, believe watched, I, cannot, I cannot believe you watched the season of that shit.
0: <laughs> Two seasons. seasons. Three. three. Christ. Bill Goldberg was my fucking spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> I love the bloke. He's fucking awesome. Oh um, my god. But you should apologise for watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Um, I just realised that there's a second scene that I do apologise for. It's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favourite bit.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Um, but, this is why I watch these things alone, Adam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be in a dark and rude looking over my shoulder every five seconds. So she uses a cookery. Knife and she just cuts a swath through about six blokes, yes. And it's really, really fast and really well shot, and yeah, yeah, it's just. I actually really really really
1: like too how Bobby kind of says, You know, I've got to do this, I've got to do it, and then. Basically, does fuck. All the time. <laughs> yeah. It just becomes another one of those guys. It just takes a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, let me tell you something. He didn't say Is, is Bobby indestructible because fuck. Yeah, I've never seen so many people get. I mean, if I get a paper cut, I go down hard. Yeah, These yeah, fuckers are taking like
1: machetes to the arm and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does uh, work through quite a bit.
0: And I really liked when they, they go downstairs and she takes on. Uh, there's the other girl, wo- the other woman downstairs, the dark-haired lady, with mm. the garrote thing. Yes. That she swings. Yep. She fucking cuts one bloke's arm. Fucking yo-yo. Yeah, cuts <laughs> his bloody hand just about off. Yes. And then strangles him and almost cuts his head off with it. Again, impressive. Mm. The female sniper on the motorbike. The operator. Very cool.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Especially when we well, believe- first see her. I believe because, the initial plans were that this was going to be spun into a into a trilogy, right? And I think the director mentioned on Twitter or something like that that she would have been kind of taking the taking the lead. In the oh next yeah, that movie. would have
0: been cool because I thought her character was
1: awesome. Yeah, it's really cool, especially yeah. when she
0: first appears. It's all you can see is like that fog of like gunfire, gunpowder residue in the air, and yeah. you just see the red dot going. The red dot <laughs> just popping up, <laughs> yeah, and killing everyone, and then she fucking. Dishes up some stick later on.
1: Actually, what? Yeah, yeah. I love that. that. uh, You know, mentioning her like when she when she kind of shows up to Ito's place. That fight isn't one of my favourites. No. It's pretty quick, but I love the fact that she fucking finishes her off with like a. Oh God, she's fucking <laughs> into the <that>
0: bloody base. <laughs> they shoot it from <laughs> above. It
1: looks fucking awesome. <laughs> and there's actually a few points where they they try a few different things with. There's it a couple of wrestling. things that don't are not successful. Yeah, um, but
0: especially the, one where he it starts with him and it's like a, from behind his head. Mm. It's like a GoPro. Well, I actually like that one. Yeah, I liked but it for I'll, a second, but then I found it fucking.
1: Disorient, but they only used it for about five seconds, yeah. five ten seconds, so. and then they
0: did use it a couple of times. Though when he punched the, he hit the car,
1: the steel girder. Yes, yeah, they used it again a couple of times. Yeah, they but I think back. um in general it, that I like that they throw a few kind of things, interesting direction angle. wise, to try to keep things fresh. I mean, all you got to do is fucking just point a camera at Eko. You yeah, <laughs> no, 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 she's you pretty know, fucking fresh, all yeah, right. Yeah. But but I like that they try to uh, I like that they try to. Just try a few different yes, things. Yes, yes. And, and most, I, and you I, have to do that to keep this stuff fresh. Yeah. And it's one of the dislikes I have. Well, is. I feel like the strike
0: rate is pretty good. Dude. It's not bad, but I guess, as I say, one of the problems is this can get repetitive. Yeah, so a little So you need to throw some camera work in there to differentiate things and to make things fresh. This is the other one I had to apologise for. <laughs> A fucking pocket full of billiard balls and then you crack your guy's fucking skull open and shit oh, is fucking yeah. blood is just gushing out everywhere.
1: Was there a point where your wife just said, I'm not gonna come back here, just tell me what the runtime is was and just I won't like, come back. Oh, what's this? <laughs>
0: fucking blood's spurting everywhere and I was just like, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well
1: me. it's not a horse. it's not one of our it's Hallmark Christmas a, specials. Yeah, I do enjoy watching. It's not
0: segment. a fucking, you know. It's not I'm you know <laughs> Some sort of love film. It's some pretty harsh <laughs> shit. Like, uh, but that fight was
1: brutal. I should have apologised to myself. <laughs> that, that fight was brutal. Before that happened, I know. <laughs> fucking <whips> the ball <laughs> out. It just goes <laughs> And they just they hover, <laughs> yeah, they stick with it, and then he stops swinging it, and they stick with the short so you can get a couple of extra fucking spurts of blood.
0: They also they then oh. cut to the the balls down below with all the hair and shit all over it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come
1: on. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, but, you know, oh. thankfully that's. Uh, thankfully the pallet's quickly cleansed by um old mate that comes charging <laughs> you with a hook and then gets it swiftly inserted into his fucking testy satchel. Air out of Did you have to apologize for that? <laughs> oh. I left the room at that stage. That's one of those ones where. I kind of watched it, and I sort of went,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. It was I little felt little like something was <laughs> uh, underneath my sack. <laughs> oh, fucking hell.
1: And of course, I, did. Ah. I kind of, I was simultaneously going, oh, I'm <laughs> laughing. same was, was, was for <laughs> some reason. <laughs>
0: of course
1: I don't know why I found why? it sort of amusing
0: why am I laughing at other
1: people's fucking pain Why <laughs> way that he charged oh. he's like ah! and then the next thing you know he's fucking sat on his hook right <laughs> right up the crutch area I was like,
0: oh god I, I really liked the bit when the operator takes out a Group of them in the hallway with the grenade, and then yeah, yeah, it hides behind the thing. And then there's a C4 charges. <laughs> half um, a dozen C4 charges, and of course, none of
1: them see, but they're all standing right next to them. <laughs> Great stuff.
0: <laughs> I also and I, I had to laugh, and I shouldn't, but those dickheads get in the fucking elevator and they go, Yeah, you guys coming. Yeah. And the two girls look at him and just. No. Wait, mob the butt goes, fucking lesbian weirdos. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, shit. Classy, yeah, classy You deserve to be blown up, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Here's a grenade. I can sit on it. Like, speaking of laughs that we had, going back to... Going back to What, the
0: word involving people getting fucking hammered to the
1: balls? or? I know, the same same fight where we're using billiard balls and hooks and (laughs) hooks in balls and things like that. I couldn't stop laughing where they show a quick shot of Joe Taslam after he's done all that with the sign in the back that says, fucking safety starts with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just dispatched about fucking 45 people and then... A couple of other blokes run in and he kicks the petrol can. Oh, yeah, he rushes on fire.
0: No, you know what, though? Where are the triads getting their people from? Because, fuck, you need an army yeah, of yeah. people. Yeah. Is that well, obviously people-
1: the job interview says, um, <laughs> if there's a fight on, will you take a second to um, assess the scenery and decide whether there's any hazards or will you just charge in machete race going, Ah! No, I'll take the second off. Good. Good. <laughs>
0: Are you happy
1: to engage
0: in fucking fights that involve uh, weaponry of sharp materials? Yes, yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am.
1: If you've recently seen one of your um, co-workers get their head squashed by a bag of billiard balls, will you, A, run off... Um, and say I'm done here, or B, charge in with a hook. <laughs> there is a possibility of being jammed up your midsection at any time. Yeah. B, excellent. <laughs> you sound like our man.
0: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, honestly. I feel like the best fight in the film is actually between the three three ladies. That's I a think good it's one. fucking phenomenal. That is a good one. It's yeah. really, really, it really works well. The way they put the garrote around the operator's knife so she can't yeah. actually get all the way to the other girl. Yep. She's trying to fucking protect herself at the same time. And they're both trying to... She puts the knife against the garrote and tries to push it down into the other girl. Like yeah, you know, some yeah. of that shit was awesome. And then the way she deals with her yeah. by hooking her to the fucking to the, the old air and kicking out the window, which I thought was great. And their throwdown is awesome. And yeah. in fact, I could see why you would spin that character off.
1: Yeah, correct. She
0: she was just she's got ice cold ice cold that ice cold kind of demeanor, but she can fucking throw it right down. Like you know, like I always, I sort of thought. She was trying to kill, yeah, initially, like she's trying to
1: kill Ito, yeah, but then she kind of acts Which she sort like of a, was, yeah she was but she, she finds kind out of, he's kind of turned a little, yeah, so she she goes yeah, no backstory, but <laughs> we figure out, okay, she's trying to kill the six six c's, but I do like the idea
0: of her being kind of that next. Star, the star of the next, the next film yeah, in that yeah. kind of
1: series. Because How I think you she... take uh, where she fucking pulls her finger off and then the, just, the, the other, other girl g- kind of looks at her and then loses her fucking innards.
0: Yeah, I, I took that pretty well. I then, I then took the fact that she jams the fucking knife in her arm and then drags it up, the, up there. Yeah, yeah. And then through her neck. Like, oh, Ugh. shit. I mean, by that stage, <laughs> I, I was... I needed to. I I desperately needed to stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was. There was some PTSD. sort of starting to. Oh shit, develop. I
0: can't put up with this anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I think the um the final fight is good. Yes, I would still put it in the likes. I do have some. Yeah, problems. I've got a little dislike to it, but it's just, it's just too long. I mean, I mean, fun. but if you're gonna pick. Uh, If you're going to make a movie where the plot is super skinny and it's just going to require people to punch on, I mean, both of those guys can throw some hands. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They just
0: don't stop. They beat the shit out of each other and it looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But I just feel like it's too long. Like you Mm. could have cut it down and it would have been more visceral. It would have been better because the two of them, you've waited for these two to come together. and it's It's kind of disappointing. Yeah, some a little lot? bit. A little it doesn't bit. quite match up to some of the other ones ahead of it, which is disappointing because I feel like you put those two together and you fucking belt each other. Like yeah. you wouldn't believe. I feel
1: like it. it's a product of the runtime altogether. Yes, I mean That's, it's lengthy. Yeah, that was all I had. I've I'm still right. got a couple. Oh, you still got a couple. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like we haven't mentioned the stunt guys oh. on their own. They deserve some sort of and the choreography medal guys or some and sort oh, of award. Shit. I mean, Grant Page watches this movie and says, you guys are fucking nuts. Yeah, I know. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, you're going
0: start- <laughs> to yeah, Coming from fucking Grant Page. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Happy to you light grat- myself. Happy to light myself on fire, jump off a car, off a cliff, <laughs> whatever. But I'm not going to do what you guys <laughs> do at yeah, this particular did. point.
0: Because, fuck, these guys are getting tossed around left and right.
1: Yeah. The one that got me was when they're in the... <laughs> they're in the- the car park yeah. and the guy's hanging off the fucking door and gets driven into the, fucking it's <laughs> a pole. the pole on the door. And I watched it and I'm like, oh, I think that was a guy just getting driven into a pole while <laughs> hanging on the door. I don't think they pulled many punches there. Maybe speed some footage up or something, oh. but I'm pretty sure he copped that. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Honestly, you deserve a medal for doing it.
1: Yeah, and I hope you wrapped yourself in a couple of phone books. Like, oh, yeah, fuck <laughs> like
0: exactly.
1: <Joe> <laughs> mate. You're not, you are Mate, you are not deflating clothes with that. No, no. I sort of mentioned it, but I think Joe Taslam has a couple of points where he actually shows some acting chops. He he's a better I, actor. He is the better actor. I think he's the better definitely. actor, too. Yeah, um, so... Eko Weiss has a couple of moments towards the end, but as you said, I feel like they lose their impact a little bit in some other things. But, yeah, I think that there's moments where they actually try to show the brief moments they're allowed to before they get thrown out of building or fucking kicked in the head or something. <laughs> Again, they show some emotion and it quickly gets fucking kicked out of them yeah, at the first to. possible opportunity. But I think they show that they can probably handle... A little more. Like oh, I remember I'm, Joe Taslim getting put in one of the Fast and the Furious movies as just, yeah, I'm just in a punch on. I'm yeah. like, no, he probably could handle a few few lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gave yeah. them to him. Same with Mortal Kombat. He was sub-zero, he, so he but he speak. wouldn't be he wouldn't be allowed to because he'd have to listen to all these other fucking alpha male dildos. going, yeah, oh, you can't punch me more than I punch you. Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone would be telling him, "Well, I'd have you in the Expendables, but you know, I'd have to beat you up <laughs> again." We can't believe that. Honestly, fight. I would laugh. Not at this age. Not at this age.
0: I mean, again, coming back to it. If Eko Weiss gets fucking tagged by Statham,
1: you have, you've crossed the line. You have. You've place. crossed the line. And that's the thing. Why not? Statham seems like a decent... But maybe that member... And, and, oh, and why why probably would you go into here. an interview and say, look, in the media... Yeah, I got punched in the film because I'm not actually a martial artist. I did that after I kind of got some acting work. Yeah. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen how fast he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why he managed to hit me on film because he could probably fucking
0: belt me. In. I mean, I might be wrong. It might, might turn out that, you know, they don't do that. But, oh, but I think you're right. Coming to the Van Damme Stallone one in Expendables 2. Yeah, I mean Van Damme is going to towel the bloke up. Yeah, is
1: he not? Yeah, probably.
0: I mean, if you're going down that route, I mean,
1: Van Damme can still do this, do the splits.
0: Yeah. It's a bit like what they did with Lethal Weapon Four. He couldn't put Mel against Jet Li and say, "Oh well, Riggs will, he'll get yeah. hammered, but he'll he'll come out of it." So they put them both against him. Yes, and but he they still
1: wisely, lost. they still both lost. got towel yeah, up yeah. and had to do it without. Yeah. Punching the guy. Yeah, that's right. Basically. So, that was a smart move. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anything else? Other than that, only just a bit of frozen cash. No, kind of it. gave me gave me, uh, you know, flashbacks to Chopper. How long is this going to take to thaw it? <laughs> that's all I can think about when he fucking whipped out the frozen cash. No cash here, Chop. Cash? No.
0: You're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking dead. Oh yeah, get in there, you golly wolf. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, into the dislikes. Not enough of Eco Wise. I didn't think I'd say that, but I mean, Christ, he's really only in it for about half an hour.
1: Yeah. Could have done with more. Oh. Definitely. Definitely.
0: It felt like and that's this is no knock on Joe Taslan because I thought he was pretty good too.
1: But Eco Wise could have done the the main role, yeah, they could have probably flipped him, and but I guess the, the thing that I came out of it with is they possibly decided, yeah, we'll put Joe Taslam in there because he's got to do a little, he's got to do a couple of scenes where he's yeah,
0: they've got to build some
1: emotional connection yeah, with him, and, the and I girl think and, perhaps there's a recognition that hey, maybe he's he's a little bit better in the acting department. No disrespect to Eko wife, because obviously the guys done a fucking plenty of work well, I on and off the screen. I don't want month. him to
0: come fucking find me. Either.
1: No shit, no. But yeah, I, I would, I would agree. We could have done with a little more, just and you know, especially like it, it feeds into maybe a couple another punch up. Well, it feeds into one of my dislikes, which is to do with the character development. Yeah, the story that they were developing was pretty solid. Like, well,
0: it was, you know, it, was, it was standard action stuff. Standard fit.
1: action stuff, but yeah, we're two formerly close friends that have been put on a collision course because you decided you'd had enough of this and I'm still right in the thick of it. Man. That was the problem with the last fight for me is I never believed that we had enough of Eco U Weiss to just say, yeah, I'm going to fucking blindly follow the triad and my direction is to kill you. Man. Against Joe Taslam's kind of, I've had enough of this. Yeah. We didn't have enough developed of that to really say, right, we've got to that final throwdown. I felt that that was what was lacking a little bit. And
0: as I said, I'm not saying that the plot wasn't capable stuff, but there are so many characters at one point there that it feels dense when maybe it shouldn't. Like, it yeah. shouldn't be dense, but there's so many characters you're trying to give me a, a few minutes of that I just I kind of lost a little bit of perspective as to what was happening.
1: Well, like I'll i just, tell you where it felt pretty dense for me was in the apartment. She was fucking dense with people. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I was still in the mode of, what's the relevance of Bobby and... Fatty. Like, I, I I sort of got Fatty, but I thought we were going to get more of Bobby. Because I thought some of the better scenes were in that intro were when Joe Taslam and him fucking grab each other and start yeah. telling, you know, this is your fault. And then he fucking starts saying to him, do you know what I fucking did for you, you junkie? I carried this shit for three years yeah. for you. And I was like, well, where's that? Because that's where you believe that he, he fucking... Walked away, and he shot his men, because he was like, I've done it for three years, under duress, basically. Yeah. But we didn't see enough of the the Bobby and the, like, prior. I think we could have done with a bit of the prior work, because it would have made all of those characters stronger.
0: Yes. So I felt like that just made the plot feel more convoluted than it actually was.
1: It wasn't really that convoluted. It was fairly straight. We shave off two or three minutes of, you know, people getting their limbs fucking detached, (laughs) and jammed in their fucking ear holes. But what I ask is why? Why do we remove <laughs> those seeds? Because we don't we need that. We
0: don't need that. For me, is I've never also... And, and look, again, you you suspend disbelief yeah. in a film like this. Yep. But the amount of punishment dished out and the amount of people who get up after getting fucking annihilated mm. and get back up, it's
1: just sometimes a little bit hard to swallow. It's, it's too hard. much. Again, prime example is in that apartment fight. It's basically as you put it. We've set this tone that this this these fights are brutal and this violence is just off the charts. But even in something like the the fight in the the butchers, those guys take a little bit and then when they get hit with something it hurts and it does them in. But Bobby that motherfucker takes some treatment. <laughs> like, he's just
0: constantly... To me, getting... you could have killed those two without much... No must, no fuss type of thing. I you think that... You probably didn't necessarily need all of it. Well, I think the the fussy ones kind of holds a little bit... More weight? Held a little bit more weight. But even if you... But the, the group busted in there and then they,
1: they held them at gunpoint and killed yeah, them. But I really liked Bobby. But, yeah, it was interesting. As you said, we've we've developed this, this fucking standard and then those two just... Cop it. They just continue to cop it, and then you're like, "We're in the midst of this. Oh, this is really brutal violence where people are just getting cut. They're getting getting their throats slashed, and they're fucking dying on the floor, bleeding, or whatever. Hmm. And then we just kind of flip it with these two in one of those fights where you're just constantly getting hit and stuff, but it's not having any impact. It's sort of the it's sort of opposing yeah methods. And I'm just
0: not. Sure, it always works. But in saying that, as I said, you have to let that go, I guess, to some extent. Because yeah. that's what's going to happen. These these fights are brutal and visceral, but people are going to get back up. Because they want the fight yeah. to continue.
1: Yeah. I just felt like it could have been handled a little better in that one particular instance. Because it just felt, it did feel like both of them had just taken so much treatment. And there was about 50 guys all with machetes. I know. There was one point where they're coming in the door. And well, there's one point where somebody's swinging. on the ground
0: holding a fucking small yeah. table to protect himself. And
1: nobody else, yeah, and there's three guys kind of pretending to swing over yeah, the yeah, top. Yeah, like it's, yeah, there's, 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 there's two or three points where you look at it and you're like, nah, he's done. He's just yeah, done. He's fucking dead. Yeah.
0: One of the things I did notice, and, and I think it's part of these type of films, because I think you'll probably see it in The Raid and you probably see it in The Raid too, some of the... Over the top, like when there's they they punch them in the face or whatever. Yeah, you know, the not the main guys, the other guys, they kind of pirouette out of there like they <laughs> like. Yeah, you know I mean? It's a slightly over the top, over exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. Getting absolutely. smacked in the mouth type of thing. Yes, um, there's a little bit that that evens out a little bit as it goes along, because they're between the bigger characters. But some of the extras are just fucking all over the joint. Well, <laughs> Adam, if I get whacked in the face with a sack of billiard
1: balls, I probably Well, I don't out of say it. anything, <laughs> I just get down like a bag of shit. <laughs> I just get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't look like fucking. Uh, I don't look like a ballerina <laughs> fucking no. twirling out of there. Like, but no, look, there's also, adding on to that, I feel like there's a few instances of the kind of take a number. Yeah, style, yeah. especially which, the one with the pool table. Yeah, It starts like
0: that. It, yeah. it builds back into, you know, they're coming in, 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 waves, in waves and he's holding them off. Yeah. But uh, at the start, like, he's just flogging blokes left and right and then just tossing them aside for the next guy to rock mm. up.
1: Whereas the other work that these guys have done, stuff like the raid, I don't feel like it's as noticeable in those ones. No. It does kind of feel like they're under, under attack from all angles. That said... We did describe it as kind of relentless. It still feels that way. Yes, but it does feel more like you're done. You're done. You're done. You're yeah. done. Like it's and yeah. in, it's in those bigger fight scenes where all that sort of
0: goes on. Yeah. Whereas once you get a little bit more mano mano or, or you get the three ladies together, yeah, you know, that feels more clean. Like you're not. They are going at after each other. Like the the, the 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 three ladies. Yeah, it's two on one, and most of that feels. Yeah. She's
1: She's holding them at bay. You know, yeah, probably could have done with maybe, you know, in one of those big fight scenes, maybe one more kind of one of the other six Cs yeah. to sort of take on some of the some of the treatment and take on that, well, you're going to whip four or five guys before you get to me, but then me and you are going to go for a good three, four minutes on screen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah could have just... done with something more of that. Or if it's, you know, if it's Joe Taslim and E.K. Weiss, a good 14 to 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. That's that's my last dislike. The
0: fight just is too long. Yeah. At the end, it's too long. The movie's too long, I think. Yeah, two hours. 90 minutes clean? It probably would have been...
1: Yeah, 90 minutes, 100 minutes. I'll give you 100 if you're going to indulge some of the the character arcs and stuff. If you're going to just leave it like this... Just clip a little bit. Just yeah, yeah. trim. Trim a touch. Trim of it, one or two broken arms. couple <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple of, you know, a couple of um, limb trauma incidents and uh, compound fractures. Yeah,
0: take out four or five compound fractures, remove yeah. the sac trauma, and, and you know, something around that
1: thing, and everyone will be fine. Well, I feel like you could have taken out the, the police. As much as I didn't mind it, the police ben. van. Yeah. In this, in the run of it, it doesn't do much. No. He just kind of gets taken in the police van Brace for the out. sake of I'm going to kick the shit out of these four guys in the police van, <laughs> and then he's out of it. Yeah, and it cuts back and forth between that and the apartment. Why I mean, is, is it? Can I
0: ask this question, Jared? And based on my experience, in in the back of a police van in 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 our home state, the police don't sit in there with you. No. Like, they put you in the back, it's fucking, it's padded. Yeah. (laughs) And there is no exit or entry other than the
1: back door. And am I, I could be mistaken, but I believe maybe not in our state, but also in other instances, your handcuffs can be clipped to... To something. To something. But why would you when there's no one in the back with you? So even
0: if you didn't have clipped handcuffs, there's no one in the back with you.
1: But, you know, what a, you know, securing...
0: So if you were a Prison. nasty prick who was fucking going off, yeah, they'd probably yeah, yeah. clip you in. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. So why are we always travelling in the back with these yeah. guys?
1: With someone who's already... These dangerous motherfuckers. <laughs> someone who's already dispatched the seven butchers or whatever, whatever they were, and Johan's already handed over his frozen cash <laughs> and fucking, <laughs> you know, explain, given lengthy defrosting instructions so that you don't damage <laughs> the cash. So... But also... The cops would have walked in and gone, "Holy shit! Yeah,
0: there's yeah, fucking yeah. twenty dead bodies the, here?
1: Just, just bring a straight jacket in too, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that was it for me. That, like, I had a couple more. You had a couple, couple more. Is it fair to say that? no matter what they do to try to save the young girl, she's pretty mentally fucking screwed up by the amount of violence that she's seen. Because I was screwed up only seeing the highlights package, the 90 minutes, the, sorry, the two hours worth of <laughs> I know. My little girl has seen more fucking yeah. death than anyone else. Yeah. And, that, you know, I got to watch it through the... <laughs> through- they cut away from the fucking gurgling dead body <laughs> sitting next to her. Exactly. <laughs> (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, she's. I think she's fucked up at this point. She's fucked up. But also, talking about the plot again, it doesn't seem like there's a good enough reason for them to keep her around. The good guys Mm. to keep her around and try to save her, other than he's given this direction of oh yeah, you leave no survivors. I dare say if he fucking you know, peels if off just fucking run. Yeah, if he peels off and drops her at an orphanage or tells her to run or whatever <laughs> but- and then continues on, hit the boss I can't remember his name, starts with a W but the boss guy is still gonna say all our attention is on Ito.
0: Yeah, so why are we protecting the girl?
1: Yeah, they keep Who is taking the they keep taking I th- the girl along. Cuz I thought that maybe it would turn out to be his daughter
0: or something or something. Well,
1: like. it it just to me it just came around that like oh, I am not say I'm not saving her, she's saving me. That's what it was all about. Yeah, I know, but fuck. But, but to me, that's. You've not saved a- me.
0: I'll put you in an office. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, To
1: me, that's.
0: It's better for me
1: not to. Yeah. To put you in the hands of people who are not going to fucking cut people's heads off Correct. in front of you. It feels like she's in more danger. I mean, every time she is put in the care of somebody in his circle, <laughs> they are immediately attacked by vicious packs of people, <laughs> and viciously dispatched by the people that are supposedly caring for her.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, close the door. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Put your headphones in.
0: you. are going to hear some poor cunt yelling about. <laughs> <getting laughs> there. There's a stack of paper <laughs> in the corner. There's a pack of He's <laughs> I'll be back in 25 minutes Shut the door Tight <laughs> Look, if you need to piss Squat on the floor Because you're not going to be able to come out yeah, yeah. You know why? Because I'm going to be bashing some guy's head into that yeah, door At least yeah. she's banging on the door Going, it's
1: hot in here Oh, that's because I just kicked the air conditioner out of the fucking window With someone tied to it Oh, sorry, I mean, just open a window
0: <laughs> Stay in there
1: <laughs> Open a window if anyone happens to crawl in the window, just let me know, because there's probably 45 other people after them.
0: <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. Yeah, she is just... Psychologically, she's fucked. She's gone. Yeah. And so I just didn't get, again, the storytelling part of that just didn't feel strong enough. That they couldn't have just said you go that way. (laughs) We'll go this way and we'll keep them off your scent far enough for them to not worry about that. They wouldn't have even known who she was. They wouldn't have known. They they would have yeah. I just felt like it was a bit a bit much.
0: It was. Way too
1: much. Yeah. That said, the ending the very ending where he gets her on the boat and then kind of decides it feeds into that you can't kill what's already dead. Yeah. He he says that to Eco Weiss, saying it to him, but also knowing it true for himself, himself yeah. which kind of works nicely. But the lead up is like she shouldn't have been in your orbit, mate. You nah, like, shouldn't put us You're not stuff. fucking in the Big Brother program. <laughs> like, you yeah. do I know? What person on this? This planet, do I know that isn't involved in the fucking triad game? Or the- <laughs> no, I know. Look, she.
0: aunt or uncle. <laughs> her make a wish was not to be fucking <laughs> led around by a psychotic while he fucking kills a hundred people.
1: Because oh, fucking hell. she is now destroyed. But she gets, I mean, it's him, then she gets handed off to Fatih and Bobby. That is fucking. That is a disaster. A disaster. The operator jumps on board. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <it's> the <operator. laughs> Yeah, it was. The operator's the best fucking exponent of this baby city
0: gig that they're doing. She's like, yeah,
1: yeah look, I'll kill, I'll kill two people. They're pretty tough, <laughs> but it's only two. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll get you out of here. Yeah, <laughs> like, look. Okay, you've had to watch me fucking slay two women in the park. <laughs> But I mean, by this point, you've probably seen that a million times, so don't worry about it. Just again, just shut the little headphones she off. Comes
0: out in the background. Can't you see
1: if I in the kitchen making a sandwich and <laughs> the operator kills these two women in front yeah, of her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just fairly oh, unbelievable. And outside of that, the only other thing I had was, uh, and it's pretty low key on this one, but the the music, mm. it's very limited, but it's a bit kind of flat. It just feels like it's an afterthought. Yeah. I mentioned to you, it's pretty hard to have significant music <laughs> when the foley artists are fucking working <laughs> over All you can <laughs> hear
0: is... I don't know
1: how many times I heard... Ah! <laughs> Fuck yeah. I know why he was great. Oh, shit. <laughs> I could hear a little bit, of, little bit of music in the background, then you just hear a couple of machetes going... <laughs> <laughs> <and then> <laughs> whack, whack, <laughs> ah! A bone going... <laughs> <laughs> it's just constant. Yeah. Holy shit. It sounded like a game. It sounded like when you play Mortal Kombat and one of the people's just not being able to stop any moves. You see the... <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's all. It was just Unbelievable. constant. Unbelievable. I reckon the fucking Foley artist retired after the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, shit. Look, <laughs> I, I know, fucking... Buddy. I whacked the lettuce that many fucking times. <laughs> I don't I want to ever fucking... it again. I went through a box of lettuces. <laughs> I <laughs> box of letters. Yeah, it? yeah. I had fucking five vocal performers come in and blow out their <laughs> <laughs> blow out their throat muscles going ah! <laughs> Oh, hell.
0: Okay. Anything else? No, that was everybody. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> I've got to, uh, I've got to get to my therapy session now. I know. That
0: was the night comes for us, <laughs> and I can tell you that now slips into the list of the short list that includes Requiem for a Dream of movies that I may never watch again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless you need uh, unless you need some advice on how to, how to cut a ham <laughs> or a person. <laughs> You've watched it fucking twice. i hey. twice. I don't know, I'm surprised on the <laughs> roof. I, I knew what was coming and I was still like, oh, God.
0: <laughs> Tone it down a touch, mate. I oh, know, I know, take it easy, fellas. I <laughs> All right, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of our next film, but until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers